Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show. And I seriously hope boys and girls aren't listening to this specific episode because we're going to be talking about swearoids. Swearing, cursing, it makes us stronger. So let's get into it. How did I start swearing? Well, my journey from being a sailor of the high seas, like any other pirate you'd find, has humble beginnings. I was a very elementary swearer in every sense of the word when I was growing up. My mom would not allow my brother and I to swear. Uh, We would have to do stuff like Homer would say, like, dope from The Simpsons. He would go, dope, whenever he kicked his foot. So uh, that was my swear word. And then I graduated from that on to more innocent ones like cheese and rice or fudge and crackers or shut the front door, man. My buddies used to make fun of me on the schoolyard when we were little boys. Akeem can't swear. Yeah, he's he's still a boy. Come on, Akeem, you can do it. F f fuck. And I said, I can't do it. My mom might be in the bushes watching. It's too much of a high risk situation, fellas. <laughs> and then I'd move on to high school, and I started, uh, you know, taking my swearing up to the next level. And it's subject to, uh, you know, I, I was uh, subject to the times of the kind of swear words I was saying in high school. Cause uh, I would say stuff like the slang that we were saying back then was, uh, man, hella, man, that was hella fresh, bro. For shizzle, man, that was sick, bro. Why you so salty homie or uh frigid. That was my, that's one that kind of sticks out to me. I don't know why we kind of stopped saying it or we people. And just, I haven't heard it said in a long time, but a fridge meant uh, a girl who wouldn't make out with you or neck with you at a party. If she was into you, you were into her. It just like never escalated. That meant she was a fridge. <laughs> so I don't even know. I don't know what happened to that word, but there you go. Or song bitch. I grew up in the the greatest time of wrestling, WWE. And I think song bitch was uh, Stone Cold or uh, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock, the Rock Johnson. And uh, no, actually, no. Yeah, it was song bitch was Stone Cold. And uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he would say candy ass. He'd say, get your candy ass down here. He's like, why don't you take that CD, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your candy ass? Yeah, good times, good times. I graduated from that, and I became a man after high school, and I started swearing like a real man. And uh, I would say my top swear words I say these days is motherfucker, shit, bitch, uh, or son of a bitch. And I think the last one would be uh, pussy. I say that quite often, but mostly... To myself <laughs> and uh yeah so those ones i you know motherfucker don't be a bitch bitch uh um pussy those would be the top three and there is some science behind not necessarily what makes us stronger with cursing but how it acts as a painkiller because it actually does and historically it is uh as effective as a t4 or as any kind of uh painkiller you can find on the open market any kind of oxycontin anything that you could find next time you break your arm or you're about to go under surgery, just be like, doctor, just let me swear here. Just let me curse a little bit, bring the pain down. But uh, <laughs> it, uh, it actually has to do with our amygdala and uh, how when cortisol strikes, when something bad happens, uh, fight or flight, it uh, triggers our amygdala and we get this uh, rush of serotonin brush over or wave over our body that brings down the pain. So, And swearing actually increases this process. So swearing acts as like a natural painkiller which I kind of think is dope, badass, but there you go. So I like how there's science and some of this stupid stuff like swearing and 
it, there must be right because uh why else would we do it <laughs> besides uh sounding like a complete badass and I, I think that when you think about you know when you think about swearing in the western context it really has to do with sex right it's really oriented around it's very sexual we're very we're, we're kind of not even a sexual culture really like we what we do in our bedroom is what we do in our bedroom but we're our swearing is very sexual. Like, think, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. Fuck me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or, uh, what? A, yeah, yeah. It's it's very sexually oriented. But you look around the world, they're a little bit more creative with how they swear. And in Sweden, if you want to swear, you're not going to say fuck you or fuck me. You're going to say fun, fun, fun. I just missed the fan bus. And fun in Sweden means devil. So. When you want to swear in Sweden, you're referencing the devil. You're not talking about fucking somebody. <laughs> and then uh, another one I like. Um, it's not really it's not really sexual or anything. It's uh, German um, is Scheiße, and I think that's just a fun thing to say, and that means shit. Uh, another funny one I found uh, was in Spanish. Uh, if you say this in Spanish, me cago en la la lish, me cago en la lish, that means I shit in the milk. So that's, uh, if you ever want to <laughs> hand a glass of oat milk to your buddy, give him some Cheerios and say, See, I like the creativity there. Props. E for effort there, uh, Spanish folks. But uh, yeah, I mean, swearing is all in the culture. The, the, the reason why I called this episode Swearoids is because whenever I was working out or whenever I had to lift something really heavy, I would say, God damn it, son of a bitch, cocksucker. And I'd push it up, get that weight. And it would, the swearing would be like the extra kerosene I needed to get me over the finish line. Or if I had uh, weight on me, or if I was given up in the middle of my workout, my old personal trainer, who shall not be named, used to say, Keem, don't be a pussy. Get that weight off you. And I'd say, oh, yeah? Nobody's going to call me a pussy. I have way too much pride for that. So... Him calling me a pussy would actually give me the horsepower I needed to get that weight off my chest. So it does have some kind of benefit in that sense. And then you go to pop culture. And I mean, most movies, uh, the characters swear. But I think the one that stands out, being true to my Canadian heritage, is a show called The Trailer Park Boys with Bubbles, Ricky, Mr. Leahy, all that motley crew of uh, just uh, degenerates that just make an amazing show worth watching you've never seen it before watch at least one episode do yourself a favor but that show is legendary because of its profanity it's crazy one episode on average has 46 swears uh specifically 46 fucks and over the first seven seasons the word fuck was said a total of 1284 times so if people remember that show for that reason only there might be some secret sauce in that and i think if you're going into a, a business meeting or some kind of important uh, discussion and you don't swear the whole time and you're using your swears strategically, they can really give you that oomph, right? Maybe you don't swear on purpose the whole time when you have an important conversation with somebody. And then at the very end, just add that little, ah, well, let's just get this fucking done. Man, that's a little axe is like hot sauce on food, man. It just whew, it spices it up, baby. It takes it over the finish line. But do that strategically, of course. Understand your audience, but you don't need a lecture from me. Just fucking do what you got to do, baby. And I got to give you guys 
some wisdom here and uh, some credence because I just talked about how amazing swearing is for the, like the last however many minutes and swearing is great. However, we must caveat this with a word from the wise. And we are going to do a little case study here and study one of the most talented swearers in the history of, uh, of the history of the world, to be honest. And uh, let's listen to him swear in real time. I think I know the answer, Mr. Garrison. Shut up, fat boy. Hey, don't call me fat, you fucking Jew. Eric, did you just say the F word? Jew? No, he's talking about fuck. You can't say fuck in school, you fucking fat ass. Kyle! Why the fuck not? Eric! Dude, you just said fuck again! Stanley! Who? Kenny! What's the big deal? It doesn't hurt anybody. Fuck, 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 fuck. How would you like to go see the school counselor? How would you like to suck my balls? <gasps> what did you say? Oh, I I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? <laughs> when this movie came out, uh, so the South Park movie, bigger, longer, and uncut, my buddies and I, we rewinded that scene probably a hundred times because we were studying from one of the greats, Eric Cartman. But there is something with Eric Cartman you must know. And there was an episode called uh, La Pete Tourette, and, Le and it was about Tourette syndrome and how Eric Cartman stumbles upon Tourette's and he thinks it's the most amazing thing ever because he said, wait, you, Eric, this is Eric Cartman. He's saying, wait, you're saying that there's a disease out there that makes you and allows you and permits you to swear unencumbered whenever you want, whenever the desire comes across your body. And he thinks it's just a, a godsend. So he starts swearing up and down the, the avenue and he just goes nuts. But then he, towards the end of the episode, he actually does develop a, a form of Tourette's where he actually can't control the stuff that comes out of his mouth. And I think the wisdom behind this is Eric's love of swearing. It kind of fogged his ability to have uh, have some guardrails and uh, ability to stop swearing when it wasn't appropriate because he would start talking about how he wets the bed or how he has eyes for that girls in class for a girl in class. He has a crush on he, stuff that he didn't want people to know. And that's kind of what happens with people I notice who swear a lot. They just end up kind of going off the rails <laughs> and uh losing their ability to uh, kind of rein it in. So if there's anything we can learn from Eric Hartman is, yes, it would be great to be able to swear like that, but we got to be able to know when to uh, use it strategically. Because uh, I think if you swear, uh, if it's like 10, 20% of what you're saying, it has a little bit more punch than if it's every other word that's coming out of your mouth. Because sometimes, like back to the trailer park boys, they swear so much in that show, I forget they're cursing. You don't want to be that guy or that girl. So that is swearoids. It uh, makes us stronger. And I think that uh, we should be more creative. I want someone to make a new swear, invent something. And until next time, why don't you make like a tree and fuck off? Peace.